There are two ways I believe people change. When we feel so resonant and feel so inspired and feel so aligned with our values and we're like, I have to change. This is so exciting. Or when our backs are against the wall and something awful happens. Welcome to the Hella Rich Podcast, a podcast for women of color entrepreneurs who want to get hella rich in time, money, and joy with your business coaches, Alison Carpio and Nadia Deala. We're so glad you're listening to the Hella Rich Podcast. And if you want a deepen connection with us and community with us, Allison and I would love it if you join the party in our free Facebook group, Hella Badass Women of Color Entrepreneurs. That's facebook.com slash groups slash Hella Badass W-O-C. And if you want to get support in growing your business online, don't wait to check out our membership, Let's Get Hella Rich, where you get coaching, support, and training from me and Allison every single month. Head over to letsgethellarich.com to join. Hey, what up? And welcome back to the Hella Rich podcast. In our last episode, we talked about why clarity is so important on your North Star and how aligning it with your business and your values helps you get there and make really important decisions and goals in your business, which is why today we're going to be talking about the, what I like to call the oh fuck moments in your business. And that's where you're sort of at these crossroads where you have to make a big ass decision that changes your business for the better. And sometimes those oh fuck moments aren't necessarily that obvious, but in those moments, you have to answer the really juicy, important questions that support your North Star. Really classic examples that I work with my clients on, our members are always asking these questions and let's get hella rich, is should I be working with companies or individuals? Or for me recently, it was should I be solely working with BIPOC or everyone that's Black, Indigenous, people of color, or all of the people. Another one that came up very frequently in our pricing workshop is should I be charging hourly or flat rates? Should I be doing done for you services or consulting and coaching? And the answer to those questions aren't cut and dry. And here's the thing. We find that making decisions from positive, resonant places like your North Star and your values, all these beautiful things is important to learn how to do because it is really hard to get our minds right. Oftentimes, the folks that we work with, it's easier to come from a place of self-sabotaging thoughts and playing small, et cetera, because we're used to that. So we're trying to break out and align with the more resonant delicious goodness that you can make business decisions (laughs) and show up in your business with. Yeah, exactly. Tasty. And then there are the yucky, not so tasty, shitty, hard, inconvenient, oh fuck moments that will come up and guide you to understand when it's time to say goodbye to the shit you don't want in your business, the shit that doesn't serve you in your business or your life and the stuff you simply don't want to do sometimes like admin work, for instance, like some things are not so hard or hurtful experiences. But the way I like to look at these oh shit moments when we think about good or bad, and Allison, I say this a lot, is there are two ways I believe people change. When we feel so resonant and feel so inspired and feel so aligned with our values and we're like, 
I have to change. This is so exciting. Or when our backs are against the wall and something awful happens and we feel so much dissonance and that's two different types of oh fuck moments and we're angry, which we're going to get into today (laughs) of like, sometimes we make changes because we're pissed off or hurt so much and that's okay too, is what we want to normalize. And it's two different types of oh fucks, right? Like it's, oh fuck, dope. And then it's, oh fuck, ew. (laughs) You know, I like what you said about the oh shit moment that kind of came out randomly, but it's like maybe the positive part of like, this something that resonates and you're like, I got to share this with the world. It's like the, oh shit, I got to share this with the world. Oh, and when you're angry, it's the, oh fuck, I can't believe this fucking happened I mean, again. It's like in tone, right? I think both of them. <laughs> it's for sure. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's how we'll define it. Yeah. We'll define that. And there's, it's using this Venn diagram where on the left you have the, oh shit, the right, you have the, oh fuck. And there's sometimes this middle in piece middle, where you can come from, that, which is what we've done for let's get hella rich. Did we just make <laughs> a new framework on this podcast episode? We sure did. I think in terms of graphs, it's going to (laughs) happen. Let's make that Venn diagram. Put it in the parking lot. (laughs) And so again, today we're going to talk about some shitty, hard, inconvenient, oh fuck moments that really defined our businesses. And so for me, one of the oh fuck moments when I was still running solely my leadership and negotiation coaching for women of color in tech, I experienced a microaggression and this was when I was still not all in on my business. I wasn't ready to full on bet on myself. I was working on my own and had plenty of clients directly to my business. And then I was still doing contracted coaching work as a subcontracted coach for two different leadership boutiques. Actually, there were two to three at a time that I was getting fed clients and getting a decent rate. It was always a decent rate, but Mm -hmm. you could pay yourself more. I was able to pay myself more, but I was so scared to leave this somewhat stable paycheck where it's just like, oh, I don't have to do any work. I just show up, I coach, I do their training if they want me to train their clients on their materials. And a white male CEO that I worked under that I thought was a very aligned company because they supported women in tech and specifically underrepresented minorities in tech. And they were venture backed. It was a very interesting model and it felt so aligned. And then what I did was I led cohorts for them, like basically like say three month cohorts and trained them on their training materials, this, that, and Suddenly in a cohort that I picked up, I did my intro where I got to intro myself and say like, hey, I'm Nadia Diala. I'm an ex-techie. I used to work for X types of companies and now I run my own business and I work for this company as well. And I'm a leadership and negotiation coach for women of color in tech. Boom. And then I get an email a day later after I sent all my feedback, like this group was so great. I'm so excited to start these next few months journey. The white male CEO essentially, and I will whew, try to say this without getting too infuriated it, because it still makes me so angry. Say it. We're ready nuts. He said, I feel like you saying you focus on women of color will make those who do not identify as women of color feel excluded. And then he proceeded to tell me that the definition of POCs is 
black and Latinx woman, which I am not, although, you know, I have a Spanish last name because of, you know, colonizing. So I I don't think he knew that I wasn't Latina and I'm Filipina. So, you know, Pacific Islander, Asian American, et cetera. And so I didn't even call out on that. I called out on everything else but that because I was like, we need to, mm, this white male CEO just told me that I made other people feel excluded by calling in and supporting the most marginalized folks. Anyway, I was raging (laughs) to say the least. I raged for four days before drafting my reply. I spoke to as many people who would listen to me that are my go-to support system when I experienced racism and sexism, which was really surprising because you think solely focusing with women of color, I get to not experience stuff like that. And no, that is not the case because I still collaborate with companies, not under this, but essentially what I did was I called in and had a candid discussion about the impact this has had on me. I had never, ever spoken to a white male the way that I did in that, where it's just like, do you know what black feminism is? Do you know that you just all lives matters me, you know, basically Mm -hmm. in short, and this is the impact. Maybe we're not aligned. And I was very clear, this is a non-negotiable for me. So if you need me to stop saying that, then we need to discuss ending our contracts. But at that point, I was just done, girl. I was so done. And I tried to tell them, do not offer me any more work because I knew they were exploding and popping with more work to take on more cohorts. And I was actually planning to do that because it was such good money, quote unquote, good money. But they kept disrespecting my boundaries and kept offering me work and kept offering me work. Even if I said, no, don't do it. And they kept saying, Hmm. well, I hope it's not because of what happened. And that's just making me do more emotional labor. Like, of course it's that. But if I say that, you're going to make me talk to you about this racist, microaggressive bullshit you just put me through. And it was just, this is what happens with women of color, right? All the time, they make us re-expose the wound and reopen the wound over and over until they feel better about it. Instead of just letting me do my job, right? And so- Yeah, it's like they weren't hearing you. It's like you were breaking up with them and they're like, yeah, but what if we get married? Like, what? No, that's not what I was saying at all. Let me be very clear and spell it out for you. That's not what I was saying. You know, at the end of the day, it just was so clear to me that I was ready to take, this was the oh fuck moment where suddenly they were like, oh, we could double your rate if that's what's the issue here. And I was like, Mm. first, First of fucking all, it was a great rate for subcontracting in the coaching community. It was already above average. But second of all, for you to double it. And I just looked them dead in the eyes at that point because I was so exhausted. And I said, you know what? No, because I could pay myself more. And that to me, when Mm -hmm. I said that and they just kind of took a step back and were like, "Okay, we're not going above that. Then I realized, oh, fuck this is what it is. Like, this is the moment where I can keep playing small and keep taking the quote unquote scraps, the easy work where I don't have to find leads and not do the business stuff it takes to be successful and get my own clients. But what I do hate 
is working for incompetent people, which happened a lot in corporate. These people weren't incompetent, but the second thing I hate is working for people who lack awareness and consciousness of their privilege and impact. And that was the moment to me where I was like, all right, universe, I'm going to take the hint. I could pay myself more. And I canceled all my contracts, finished up my cohort with this organization and really was like, I'm all in on my business. I am all Mm -hmm. in. I am only working for myself and only for my brand. And I had to fight a lot of scarcity and people feeding me, quote unquote, steady clients and money and trust that doing the actual work necessary to uplevel my business was it. So that was my big oh fuck moment. And it still makes me super angry and I want to name drop them, but I won't. (laughs) Well, thanks for reliving that and revisiting that with us because for lack of better words, it's hella fucking frustrating. That is the very definition of an oh fuck moment. You were like, fuck, I'm going to change this. I could do better than this. I deserve better. I could pay myself more, which I think is really highly impactful and juicy because I know firsthand, especially working with businesses myself, I'm a high paid consultant. People pay me good money to do this. And you're right. Like we can pay ourselves more. We could generate more business for ourselves. We just have to believe that. And I love that this is tying back to your North Star because why work for this this white man CEO, you know, even though you're helping the BIPOC people in his business. And I, I can only imagine what these women of color would think if they had heard him say that. I hope they don't know. And even the white woman there, they were totally down for it. They, in my cohort, because I was helping the woman in tech cohort. So they were totally down for it. Like, yeah, we are, we want to be better allies and leaders, et cetera. So at the end of the day, it was this white man in our conversation. He explained, I felt excluded for those eight yeah. freaking minutes. And uh-huh. he was like, uh-huh. I know it's For the not first right. time in my life, I'm excluded glad- and yeah, I don't like this. Exactly. And I had to explain to him because he was like, I get it. It's not the right thing to say, but it's the truth. And I want to come through the truth to his credit. Dope. But he was like, I can't imagine what it's like for BIPOC, basically POCs to come in to work feeling that exclusion. And I was like, it's not just work. It is every day of our lives, even in our businesses, right? Even in the coaching industry, in the consulting industry. Especially in the coaching industry. I know, (laughs) especially, exactly, where it's just like, we still experience that. It is not just to work. It's everywhere. It is literally our whole entire lived experience. It's the schooling system that we grew up in. It's our nine to fives that we went to out of college. It's the business we're in now. It's the masterminds we join and the programs we join. It's everything. (laughs) Used to join, used to join, used to join. Now you join us. (laughs) Yeah. Um, We create our own table, as they say. Um, That is right. We built that ourselves. (laughs) It's interesting because that was a huge microaggression that I still pull on that oh fuck moment as a reminder that I am still aligned with my North Star and that I don't regret ever going all in on my business. And I know your oh fuck moment was... My oh fuck moment happened quite recently, actually, which is why I'm excited to talk about it because it's a little bit fresh. So Mm. I was working with this white female entrepreneur on this quiz funnel project where she helps highly sensitive people, HSPs. So there was high impact that aligned and 
you know, there was that representation piece of like me creating this and me breaking the barrier of like the copywriters that she hired, the marketing consultants that she's used to hiring are white bros or white women. And it's like, that was powerful enough at the time. So that was enough for me to say, okay, I want to do this. And you know, there's the impact that matches up and that aligns. And it was easy, but here was the problem. It was impactful work. But first of all, when you're talking about competence, it's not that she was incompetent. It's just that when you're writing copy, for example, and when you're creating something and someone is constantly making small, tiny tweaks that doesn't even matter, it's a really strong signal that they do not trust you or that they have this control Mm. issue there, which I get it. I have control issues too. We all do as business owners. And at the same time, you hired me as an expert. So like, please don't add another and in there just and like waste my time. So that was already like, okay, I'm not going to do these done for you projects anymore. And This was the lowest effective hourly rate EHR, which we talked about in a previous episode. So that was part of the oh fuck moment. But what really, really like hit home or what hit me in the gut and made me, you know, really amplified the oh fuckness of it. That's a new word, the oh fuckness. The oh fuckness. I love using client stories in marketing. I teach this to my clients and our members all the time. If you have a good client story or if you have your own personal story, tell it. That is the way to attract people. So I wrote one of her client stories and in the Google Doc, let's say her name was, I don't know, Patricia uh, for this client story. She asked me to take Patricia's name to Malik, to a more quote unquote, multicultural name. And at first I was like, why does she think that's okay to say to me? Like, why does she think that's okay to say to me? I mean, like, hello, I am a woman of color. That's not okay. And it's also like, that is fucking fake. That wasn't Malik. That was fucking Patricia. Like, why are we doing this? And in that moment, I was like, why am I helping these white people attract more people and make that impact? I want to (laughs) help women of color and people of color get their message out there because here's the thing what she's doing yes it's impactful but there for every white woman coach there is out there there are still equally the same amount of women of color doing the same thing and do I want to dedicate my energy and resources to her or do I want to lift up the other women of color that I know can fucking kill it and spread their message and help their people. Because a lot of the times, women of color and people of color, they help out other women of color and Mm -hmm. people of color. So Mm -hmm. that was a realization that helped me think, okay, that supports my North Star more than what I am doing right now. And since then, that was like a very clarifying moment. And I made the decision to hire myself as my own clients and that I'm going to invest in myself and not do any done for you work anymore. This is it. This is done. Actually, as of this podcast recording, I got the last payment on it and we're good. And now I'm going to share my gifts with the women of color entrepreneurs, the people of color entrepreneurs, because that's going to bring me joy. That's going to bring me the time and money that I want. And that's going to bring me closer to my North Star. That's really incredible. And 
You're really hitting the nail on the head with that, just like tying back to my oh fuck moment and the oh fuckness of it just increasing of, I remember saying to that white male CEO, you do realize that your leadership content that I regurgitate and teach that they made is just basic and has nothing to do with women or POCs. And you're leaving it on your marginalized coaches who represent women and POCs to make it relevant to these people. You do realize you're doing that, right? Like you have no insight into what actually our lived experiences are about other than performative actions. And mm, yeah, mm, and it's like, one, I'm not a DEI coach and two, changing the name of a client to a more quote unquote multicultural name is not DEI. (laughs) It's not. It's so much deeper than that. And that was the moment where I thought, I'm not dealing with this anymore. I don't want to. I, I don't have time or joy for this. <laughs> right. That's um, the thing, right? That's fuck the this. measure. That's the measure. Just fuck this. Those oh fuck moments <laughs> turn into a lot of, well, fuck this. <laughs> right? Fuck this. Fuck it all. Yeah. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're uh, cool. I'm pointing to the only POC in the room. Yeah. I'm out. <laughs> I'm cool. You're cool. I'm out. Um, no, and that's it. That's it. I mean, we knew this would be somewhat of an angry episode and we're allowed to be angry because this is our lived experience. And this is again where it's interesting because I say we make these moments out of the oh fuck versus the oh shit, but the oh fuck moments, if we are very intentional and take a step back and really look at this, we turn it into that, oh shit, this is actually the beautiful way I want to go. Right. So Mm -hmm. it comes Mm -hmm. down to one, I want to really stress these microaggressions or explicit racism, sexism, et cetera, that we experience as women and femmes of color in our businesses, you're allowed to be angry. And I think there is something beautiful to note about how do you hold space for that and how do you process that and take what serves you, leave the rest behind, as we always say in the coaching world, because it's very true. What serves you is, oh, that clarity that you and I were both able to find saying, It's come down to, I have no choice but to go this route, which is more values aligned and moving me forward in my North Star. So really, it comes down to that choice. Yeah, I agree. It's coming down to that choice. And I will say that it's incredibly helpful to have that community. I have support from you. I have a business coach. I have other biz besties and friends who get it and... I think that's also why in Let's Get Hella Rich, you know, that's something that they always say. They're like, I came here because, you know, I was tired of the white bro marketing world, the white coaching world. And it's just great to have people who get it so that when you do make these decisions during the oh fuck moments, you have support as well. Because they're not easy to make alone. These decisions are not easy to make in your head and think over and over and spin in your wheels. You really do need that community. So I will say that that's like, a really big part of making these decisions that align with your star is having that level of support. If you resonated with Allison and my oh fuck moment stories, we want to hear yours. We share all our oh fuck and oh shit moments in the Let's Get Hella Rich community. Specifically 
specifically for women and femmes of color entrepreneurs. So if you're listening and thinking, that's me, I need that, I need that type of sounding board, I need that type of community to hold space for my oh fuck moments in business, we've got you. And on top of that, Aside from community, we also got you with mindset and strategy coaching every single month. So let's get hellarich.com is where you can sign up for a dollar for your first seven days. And it's $197 a month after that, which is a no-brainer for the value that you get with our clients. So not only do you decolonize and unlearn all the white supremacy bs capitalistic bs bro marketing bs that was taught to you you will also do things like some of our members raising their rates by 500 percent or hitting their first 6k month when they were only striving for 3k so again join us at let's get hella rich Com. You'll get access instantly to all previous training recordings like our pricing workshop and content workshop and our most recent email newsletter workshop and our signature courses, Hella Badass Money Mindset and Shut Up and Take My Money. In our private community, you get on... And in our private Facebook community, you'll also get access to us for Facebook Live Weeklies where we answer all your questions, mindset and strategy of the week. And a lot of members always post things like their website copy or reviewing their packages and social media posts. And that's all included in the membership. So remember, sis, you do not have to do business alone. Let's get hella rich together. We're hella excited to see you there.